Good morning, Lord. First off, I just want to thank you so much for today. I want to thank you for all of the craziness that is my life. You know, Lord, I, I have no idea exactly what it is I'm supposed to do. And there are so many things that I've learned throughout my life when I've gone to church and that I'm going to have this calling and I'm going to have these things that I'm supposed to do and I should speak this way, I should do this, I should go to this church, I should go to that church. I don't know, Lord. There's so many things that have gone through my mind and and I think they still they still stick today because I, there are traditions and there are ideas and there are ways that people believe that living this lifestyle or the Christian lifestyle, or I don't even know why it has to be that, but you know, Lord, it's, it's always searching for the right thing and, and knowing that I wanted you to bless me. I see you blessing other people and I wonder why aren't you blessing me? I see you helping other people. Why aren't you helping me? And then it only takes me a few hours, sometimes days, to realize that I have clothes on my back. I have a roof over my head. And I do get those by things that I do and those are in my in my world with you lord it's it's you allowing me to be me and i have never had restrictions or rules put on me that would limit my ability to live this life and as i look at all the things that are happening around us and i just I think when I found you when I was seven years old, I I didn't quite understand. And then I distinctly remember being in a church and um, being given a scripture. And for me, that scripture led me to a better understanding of who you are. Yet I remember believing that you were going to take all my pain away that if only I believed in you I remember wanting the uh the uh to do the bread and wine and or the the grape juice and the and the cracker and I wanted to do that and in order to do that you had to believe in you and I was just like Whatever that is, sure, I'll believe in it because I really would like a little cracker and some juice right now. And um, and just being told that I would thirst no more and, and being, you know, a young teenager, I didn't get it. And I did believe. I did believe that I was going to wake up and there was going to be this new life where everything was, I don't know. I know I refer to leave it to beaver so much. I just, I wanted that. And to this day, I wonder why did I want that? And why did I think that that was the thing? 
only to learn later on that Leave it to Beaver was put on for the war and it was crazy to change our mindset and to change what we were looking at because it was too much and things get really hairy and crazy and it just makes me think of you know even Caesar wanting the statues built of himself that weren't even his size you know to put I don't know hearing through the grapevine through the years hearing that he wanted to you know put fear into people and you know Lord I don't I don't follow you because I fear you I don't accept you because I fear you I I love you because I feel loved when we're together. I used to not be able to say that, but I do. I used to think it was this warm, fuzzy, bring me roses, leave me little notes, kisses, hugs, telling me that I'm beautiful, expressing everything about me, which then seems to sound a little narcissistic when you say it out loud. And for me, I realized within the past year or two, this COVID thing is insane. I, I wish... Nothing more than that people could feel safe. And I can't make them feel safe. I can't make people love each other. I can't make people help each other. I can't make people be there for each other. I can't make people support each other. And that's when it comes to you, Lord. Because I know now that if flowers are on my priority list of something that I want, then I'm responsible for going out and purchasing the flowers I want to see on my table. Somewhere, somehow, I started to expect at a very young age by the pictures that I saw, the TV that I saw, the, um, the way that people lived back then, I began to see that if you were loved, your picture looked like this. And unbeknownst to me, I believed in my little head that all the people that I went to school with, because some of them picked on me relentlessly, that I believed that they were all loved by their parents and that they all had something that I didn't. I believed that they were all living these lifestyles that I saw on TV 
It never occurred to me that behind those doors were challenges, problems, dissension, defeat to some children. And I never bothered to see that someone could be just like me. Ever since then, and up until today, I have a bad habit of putting everybody on a pedestal. Believing that everybody has some type of talent that I got skipped over on, that everybody has some type of eloquation in their speech, that their vernacular is better than mine, their ability to communicate is better than mine. And it doesn't matter what type of person they are, whether they've been drinking all day, whether they've been doing drugs, whether they've been living in these certain types of ways, I always have believed that they were better than me. And I don't know why I got that thought. And I don't know why I believe that. And I meet someone and they speak and other people around them just gush and they just get excited and they are just the talk of the town in amongst the two to three to ten people that I see. And I start to weave a thread that they are loved more than me. They are spoken highly of more than me. People want to be around them more than me and that I am immediately less than. Also in my lifetime, I have learned, unfortunately, that when you are sad, people want to listen to you. They want to know why you're sad. They're like, whatever, how can I help you so that they can fill up their chart as to how they're helping out the world. And so for me, I believe that everybody that I thought had achieved this greatness, that why can't they help me achieve mine? And then I realized something. They are leading their best lives in the moment that they need to make decisions. If they're arguing or fighting to them, that is what gets them to the next, the next point in life. If they are loving and caring to the people around them, they are getting to their next point. I have done such a horrible job at comparing people's journeys and your journey should look like this and your journey should look like that. And if only you would do this and if only you would do that. And I am not you and I am <laughs> the only thing about me is that you created me like everybody else. And it seems silly yet so true that when I'm able to see straight, I know that you love me. I know that I'm worthy of love. I know that I matter. I know that what I'm saying counts. 
I know that my opinion is my opinion. And it was brought to my attention by um, someone in my life that all of our interactions are conversations based on two things, perspective and perception. And depending on what our perspective, that will lead to our perception. Whatever that perception, that leads to anything in our life. I have a tendency to make mountains out of molehills, as my mother would say when I was younger. And I I don't like to think of myself as in telling tall tales, yet at the same time, it's like when you pull up to the light and you have a near a near-death experience because either a car whizzes by you or someone runs a red light and you are in that moment and your heart drops and you're like, whew, I, thank goodness I'm still on this side of the dirt. And to tell the story again and again and again or whatever, or to have something to tell, a conversation starter per se, then it just grows because it seems so boring and so simple run up to the red light today, my heart dropped, the car in front of me ran a red light, and I'm happy to be here. Just doesn't sound good. And then you add little nuances to it, and all of a sudden it becomes this, oh my gosh, I was running late, I got up to the light, I was gonna go through the green light, And all of a sudden, to the right of me, I see someone coming so fast, darting out into the lanes. And I'm wondering, are they going to stop? And then before I know it, they're right before my eyes like the roadrunner. And they're just gone. And I'm like, thank goodness my foot didn't go on the pedal because I would have rammed into them. And they would have been T-boned. And they probably would have spun out. And then would it have been my fault or would it have been their fault? Yeah. You get the drift. And I just, I want so much for there to be excitement. And I think sometimes, Lord, things are so plain Jane. And yet, simple is best. It's the truth. Why stretch beyond the truth? Why stretch into a world of what you think or what I think they're thinking? Because my emotions start to get out of whack and I start putting all my emotions in a basket and I start attaching them to other people. Well, you must be thinking this because your eyes look like this. You must be doing this because you walked towards this person. You must have this in your mind and you must want to be out to get me because you didn't talk to me for the first six minutes of your morning. You must hate me because you didn't say hi. You must not care about other people when you're out at the supermarket because you have resting B face and I don't understand why I'm the one that caused that. Wow. 
And even as I'm saying this to you, Lord, out loud, it sounds so ludicrous. It sounds so painfully incorrect. And then it, it gets worrisome because it's like, oh my gosh, am I crazy? Am I losing my mind? Am I, what am I, what's going on? Why do I think like this? This is silly. And two seconds out of that, somebody else comes in, rattles the cage, and I'm back at square one. All I know, Lord, is that today I want you to show me how to be the best version of myself while loving myself. Because I know that in loving myself and in taking care of myself and getting myself to the next point and never worrying about how others are going to get to their point. And when we converge on our journeys, sometimes, that we can learn from each other. It's like a supermarket. You see a trait that somebody has that you want, then pick it up. And you know, Lord, sometimes that's hard. Because for me, <laughs> I want to pick up all the good things, swish them around in a bucket, and just have those. And then I realize without the other emotions, I wouldn't appreciate the love, the laughter, the joy, the peace, the patience, the goodness, the kindness, the self-control. If it wasn't for anger, bitterness, hatred, greed, I wouldn't be able to appreciate the other things. So Lord, as I venture into my day today, I do ask that you show me. I don't know what that looks like. I have no idea. All I know is this is a new day and I'm on this side of the dirt and um, I don't know what will happen when I'm on the other side of the dirt. But right now, I'm on this side of the dirt and I could use all the help that you're willing to give me because I want to love all your children. And um, I just want to be thankful for everyone on this planet that you have taken the time to create, in my belief. And for those listening, take your time to be you. Take your time to investigate why you believe what you believe. And again, like a supermarket, as it is with me, take what you want and leave the rest. The past doesn't define you. The present will refine you. And the future is always just that, the future. Have a wonderful day. Thanks for listening. Until next time.